0: The school is out, which means it's time for High Kids. Be our guest, a song from Beauty and the Beast. What good music to start a show with. Good afternoon and welcome to the High Kids Show. My name is Ronell Silverstone and I am your host for today. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. And thank you for tuning in to 101.9 High FM and listening to the High Kids Show. Today on the Hi Kids show, I'll be speaking to Leanne Lenhoff. She is the marketing manager at Reach for a Dream. Listen kids, don't go away. We have a very interesting show for you today. So, don't go away. You don't want to miss this kid's show. Get ready for a very interesting show here on 101.9 HiFM. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 HiFM. That song was "A Dream Is a Wish Your Heart Makes" from Cinderella. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Ronal Silverstone, and I'm your host for today. Coming up, I've got some High Kids fun facts, so you don't want to go. So you don't want to go today. Also, I have Leanne Lenhoff, the marketing manager at Reach for a Dream. Here are a few High Kids fun facts. Did you know? There are to be around 400 million dogs in the world. There are hundreds of breeds of dogs in this world. Dogs have superior hearing to humans. They can hear four times as much as we can. Now, let's start the interview with Leanne Lenhoff. Good afternoon, Leanne. How are you? I'm lovely. How are you? I'm great. How was your day? It was
1: fabulous, and thank you for having me here.
0: You're welcome. Thank you for coming. So, what is Reach for a Dream?
1: Reach for a Dream is a child's foundation. And what we do is we fulfill dreams of children with life-threatening illnesses and just to give them a bit of hope and courage. Wow. That must be
0: something, like, wonderful, you know?
1: Yes. No, it really is.
0: So, why did, like, you start this organization with everyone?
1: So Reach for a Dream was actually started by our chairman, Mervyn, and he was going through a difficult situation personally and realized that there just wasn't any foundation or any company that was actually assisting children as well as the families going through these ordeals and wanted to create something where we could help children as well as the parents just to get through these difficult times. And from there, it built up over the past 30 or so years.
0: Oh, wow. It's been on for a long time then. It has. It's amazing to do something so spectacular.
1: No, it's very fulfilling. It's great.
0: Yeah. So when did you start the organization?
1: So Mervyn actually started the organization. It was started in
0: 1988.
1: Oh, wow. So So it's been running for over 30 years. This is now our 31st year.
0: Oh, well done (laughs) Thank you So, why is it called Reach for a Dream?
1: So, I think they decided to name it Reach for a Dream Because it was something that would inspire hope And would speak the message of what the foundation actually is And the message of the foundation is to say to children That are battling these life-threatening illnesses To say to them, reach for your dreams They are a possibility You can fulfill your dreams Your dreams will help you get through these tough times.
0: Yeah. So how many years like like in a few days <laughs> how has it gone like with you, how many years?
1: So I'm fairly new to the organization. Oh. I actually only started last year. Um, but it already feels like I've been there for many years. So they definitely make you feel part of the family and you get right in. But as I said, the foundation in itself has been running since 1988. So it's 31 years this year.
0: Wow. So what does Reach for a Dream bring South Africa children and their families?
1: So Reach for a Dream enables kids to, as I said, reach for their dreams think of anything that they'd want in this world and be able to fulfill their dreams and help them grow as individuals and help them get over their difficult situations that they may be facing. So what type of children do you have? So we assist children that are fighting life-threatening illnesses, and we will help kids that are either referred to the foundation or that we have come across and met in the hospitals already. And we will see if they have their, have had their dream fulfilled by us, and if not, we go through a like a particular process, and then we see if we can fulfil their dreams to help them.
0: Amazing. So, have you helped any children?
1: Personally, you're saying? Um, yeah. So I've actually been on a couple of dreams myself, just because, you know, our policy at our foundation is that we want everyone to be involved in the fulfillment of dreams so that everyone knows From the ground basically what we do as a foundation So I have been on a couple of dreams Where they've fulfilled dreams for children And it's been a wonderful and emotional experience But it's been amazing Hmm.
0: So what ages can you like help?
1: So we assist children between the ages of 3 to 18 years old So why don't you do younger or older? So we don't do younger Because we would like the child To be able to tell us What their dream is And any younger than three years old They can't really You know, actually speak To say this is exactly what they want Because we want our dreams To come from the children So that we can fulfill their dreams And what about older? So older, you know You have to sometimes Draw the line somewhere And we figured that From 18, you know, kids become independent. Sometimes children move out of home and they start going to work after 18 or university. And it's just an age gap that we found. 3 to 18 is where kids are still very dependent on parents. So that is the age group that we wanted to fulfill.
0: What if someone like 19 comes or 20?
1: So... It's, unless it's a very specific case, we generally will not be able to assist them.
0: I see. So what has the foundation discovered
1: in the children? So I think what helps and what like is amazing for us to see working at the foundation is that the The foundation has given them a sense of hope and courage, and they actually are so uplifted and happy. I mean, we did a dream recently where one of the children actually weren't feeling too well. You know, he had just come out of the hospital, and he wasn't feeling too great. And when we did his dream handover and gave him his gift that he wanted, it completely changed his mood and he was smiling and having fun and laughing. So I think that's what we bring them. We bring them a sense of hope and happiness.
0: So how do you afford everything for them?
1: So we get our foundation is completely donor sponsored. So we have different donors or sponsors that will obviously raise funds and give us financial assistance, as well as we'll also run a lot of campaigns and a lot of fundraisers ourselves to earn more money.
0: I see. So how do you know how to contact the families?
1: So as I said, we'll either go into the hospitals and we'll meet the patient as well as the parent there and we'll speak to them in the hospital. Alternatively, we also have people that refer children to us. Oh, wow. So they will get in touch with the foundation and say, I know of this child and we would like to see if you can fulfill their dream.
0: That's amazing. So have you personally fulfilled like any specific dream?
1: So I have been on a couple of dreams. I go along with the team members. I haven't done it by myself But I have fulfilled a couple of dreams. One of my very memorable dreams was actually a child wanted to be a DJ. (laughs) So he wanted a DJ recording set and to learn how a DJ actually works on a day-to-day basis. And we managed to actually organize for this child to go to Mikasa, the music group. We managed to get the child to go see uh, their recording studio and see how they record songs and what they do on a daily basis. He loved it. Wow!
0: So, have you ever sent any of the children to other countries to fulfil their dreams?
1: Yes, we recently actually just sent a little girl. Her dream was to go to Disney World so she could meet all the princesses. <laughs> oh! She wanted to see their home and where they live. That's so cute. So we organised for her and her family to go to Disney World. It was magical.
0: That definitely must be magical. It
1: really was.
0: So, like, have you, sorry, is this foundation only run in South Africa or is it international?
1: So it's a South African-based foundation. We do have different branches all across the country. But our national office or our head office is based in Johannesburg.
0: Oh. So, you do have it in other like countries or
1: so not other countries, just around South Africa and the different oh. provinces. Are you trying to make it into other countries? Yes, I think that's a you know a dream for any foundation. The more lives we can touch, and the more children we can help, the better. So if we can take it international one day, that will definitely be an amazing feat for us
0: yeah. I can you imagine that <laughs> yeah. So what is the way that you can encourage the children to fight living for another day?
1: So I think the fact that we fulfill their dreams and we say to them, when we do our, in, um, our assessment with the kids, we say to them, what is your dream? What do you want most in this world? And then when they give us those options and we fulfill their dream, that in in and of itself, we land up changing their lives and showing them that they can dream big and whatever they want can come true. So I think it's the inspiration and the hope to continue carrying on fighting and, you know, living their lives to the fullest. I think that's the main thing that we bring to the children.
0: Wow. So can any of the children that have survived come to your program
1: again? So once we've fulfilled a dream, we generally only fulfill one dream per child. However, we do have different campaigns that we run, um, for example, our Camp Sunshine or our Captain Courage, where we will invite past dreamers to come back onto these camps and enjoy a day. So we have like Queen for a Day, for example. So we'll choose a couple of past dreamer young girls who have had their dreams fulfilled, and we dress them up, and we put makeup on them, and we give them their tiaras and their uh-huh, sashes, that's so cute. and they have a beautiful day of pampering. Wow. So that's how we'll get kids involved again. So do you have voluntary work? Yes. So we have lots of volunteers, and we encourage people to volunteer all the time. Obviously, it goes through a strict process. We can't just let anyone come work because we're dealing with children. Yeah. But we have a volunteer process, and you can go to our website and fill out a volunteer form, and we do the assessments and take it from there. Hmm.
0: So what ages are allowed to volunteer?
1: Any ages can volunteer. Oh, wow. You don't have to be a specific age, anything. You can come if you want to assist and help. You just apply to be a volunteer and we take it from there.
0: Wow. What if someone just wants to come and volunteer for like one day?
1: That's allowed. It's up to the discretion of the volunteer. If you want to volunteer 10 minutes of your time if you want to volunteer a year of your time it's up to you all volunteering is welcome
0: well wow. so on that note we're going to take a quick song break and we're going to learn a lot more about this program you're listening to Hi kids on 101.9 Hi fm Mbubu the Happiest Hippo, what great music to carry on this sh- our day from Beautiful Creatures. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Ronal Silverstone and I am 11 years old. Before we carry on with our interview, I'm going to give you some more high Kids fun facts. Did you know that dinosaurs were, walked the earth 165 million years ago? They live during a period of time known as the age of the reptiles. Most dinosaurs hatch from eggs and they cannot fly or live in water. The biggest dinosaurs were over a 100 feet long and 50 feet tall. So, now that you know a lot more about dinosaurs, let's carry on our interview with Leanne Lenhoff. What is Slipper Day?
1: Slipper Day is a fundraising campaign that we run every year. And it's actually our biggest fundraising campaign. So what we do is we sell wristbands at our three retail partners, Wimpy, Diskim and Pick and Pay. And you can go to these retail stores and buy a wristband for ten Rand. And the ten Rand wristband will allow you on Slipper Day, which is happening on the tenth of May, to wear your slippers wherever you may be, if it's to school, work, Going to the shops, you can wear your slippers and also get a free coffee from Wimpy on the day.
0: Oh, wow. So let's say your school doesn't allow slippers. So you just say, I got the wristband and you can do it.
1: Pretty much. I mean, I suppose we have also been approaching the schools to tell them to get involved. But at the end of the day, it's... That's exactly it. You'll wear your slippers and your wristband, and for that one day of Slipper Day, to show your support, you'll be allowed to wear your slippers. That's
0: amazing. So why do you wear slippers on that day?
1: I think it started off that slippers was just a fun initiative. It started off in one of our branches and then actually became a national campaign that we do all over the country. Oh, wow. But I think slippers is just something fun. It's easy to wear. It's different. You can't always wear your slippers yeah. wherever you go. So it was just a, a fun take on a fundraiser.
0: So is it on the 8th of May, you said?
1: No, it's happening on the 10th of May. Uh, Friday, the 10th of May.
0: You guys better be wearing slippers. Any slippers is good, eh? <laughs>
1: exactly. The funkier, the cooler, the better, as long as you're comfortable and you're wearing your slippers.
0: Yeah, that sounds amazing.
1: So how much time do you invest with each child? So I think it's dependent on their dream. Uh, if the child, for example, like wants to go on a shopping spree, we have a few of those. You know, we'll start the day off, we'll fetch the child, take them to the shops, they'll go try on all the clothes, buy whatever they want, and then we'll take them out for lunch maybe and then eventually drop them back home. But it it's all dependent on the specific dream.
0: What if a child asks, I want to be, like, if there are something that you can't really do for them?
1: So we have had those kind of things. For example, a child says, my dream is to be a pilot. And obviously, because they're children, they can't (laughs) go and now just fly their own plane. So what we'll do is we'll make them a pilot for a day. So we'll take them to meet a pilot and they'll maybe go in the pilot's plane and the pilot will actually fly them around and they'll sit in the cabin with the pilot and see what he does.
0: Hmm. So do you work in the foundation during the day or also after hours?
1: So the foundation actually runs during the day, like normal business hours. So we'll be open from eight to four every day. And yeah, it's, um, it's mainly run. During the day, dependent on the dream again, if it has to be fulfilled at night, then it will be fulfilled at night.
0: I see. Is there people who look after the children after hours or?
1: So no, I mean, generally the children will be with their parents or they'll be in hospital. You know, each case is individual. So the child, the child will generally be with their guardian or parents.
0: Wow. So I've interviewed Adi Shachar. She's a medical clown. Do you also have medical clowns in the foundation?
1: So, yeah, we do. We call them our Jabulanis. And they will go to all the hospitals and they wear these wonderful, colorful outfits. And they'll go and do magic for the kids and speak to them and tell them jokes and make them laugh and just have fun with them.
0: So how are you funded, like,
1: for everything? So all our funding comes through sponsorship and donations.
0: So is there any children that have come since they were like, you know, they fulfilled their dreams and then they came for volunteer?
1: Yes, we have had that more often than not. We have a lot of kids that, thank God, you know, they've gone through their battle, survived it, and they've gone on to live their dreams. And then they come back because they want to give back to the foundation that helped them. Wow. That's amazing.
0: So, do you feel that people understand how important it is to give um like to give towards the foundation?
1: So, I think there's always room for more awareness and explanation and you know, that's why we do these kind of things so that we can actually get more awareness around the foundation, but overall, you know, yes, I'd assume that people do know like the amazing work that we do and that we want to fulfill and help children. So it is an amazing cause that we just keep fighting for every day to make people more aware.
0: So how will you make people aware of it?
1: So through different campaigns that we run also on different marketing platforms, we'll have billboards and we'll put stuff up on social media and we send out emailers and It's also word of mouth that it just gets around. And I mean, we've been around for quite a few years. So I think over the years, we also do TVCs, like adverts on TV. So people know about us through those different mediums.
0: Wow. So how do you feel towards this?
1: The foundation. Yeah. It's incredible. It's a life-changing experience, and the foundation is completely fulfilling. And, you know, we're working for a great cause because at the end of the day, we're working for something that's bigger than ourselves just to give back and help children that are in need.
0: Wow. So, so have famous people been beaten by the kids?
1: Yes. So we've actually worked with a lot of celebrities, Um, As an example, one of our kids wanted to meet Tamron Green, Miss South Africa, so we set that up. She got to meet them, and we've worked with a numerous amount of celebrities that help us and that have actually become friends of the foundation.
0: Oh, wow. So does that mean like famous people
1: have given to the foundation? So they either would donate or they would give of their time and come help us in the foundation. Do you have to pay to be a volunteer? No, you don't. Volunteering is free, because you're giving of your time.
0: I see. So, w- can you tell us a little bit more about your wristbands?
1: Okay, so the wristbands are ten rand per wristband, and you can buy these from any pick and pay, Wimpy, or Discount, and they are on sale currently, and they'll be on sale up until the tenth of May, which is Slipper Day.
0: Woohoo, slippers! Yeah. <laughs> So, have you ever had siblings that need care for, at Reach for a Dream?
1: Thank goodness, no, I haven't. So I don't have any siblings that have needed the assistance of Reach for a Dream.
0: Wow. So, how do you deal with your emotions seeing the children?
1: So it is difficult. It's not always, you know, easy to see a child that you know is suffering or dealing with a life-threatening illness. But at the end of the day, we know we're working for something amazing and we're fulfilling their dream to make them happy. So it is hard and it is very emotional, but we have the support from our other staff members and we just keep it in the back of our minds that we're doing, like we're doing something to make these childs happy.
0: Wow. So how many people work at Reach for a Dream?
1: So in total even around all the provinces and in our national office we have about 36 staff members. Oh, wow. And that excludes our volunteers.
0: Oh. <laughs> so how do you pay the
1: workers? So that will also come through part of the donations. A a small amount of the donations that we get because our foundation is completely donation and sponsor-driven. So a portion of the money will go to pay the staff members, but 70% of all money that we raise goes to the Dream Fulfillment.
0: Wow. So what are your hobbies, including helping children?
1: Gosh, this is a tough one. So I suppose I love reading, I love going for walks, and I love running. I also love to paint. It's my favorite. It's very creative. Do you enjoy your job? I love my job.
0: What don't you enjoy about it?
1: I think knowing that there's so many sick children out there that, you know, need help. That's basically like, you know the worst thing but at the same time it also helps us fulfill those kids dreams
0: what if you don't have enough money to give for the dreams
1: so that's rarely the case we always make a plan but obviously it's dependent on the dream that the child chooses but if they want something that is very expensive we do ask them to write down three dreams for us And we will fulfill one of those dreams.
0: Wow. Have you ever helped like a specific family you know personally?
1: No, thank goodness. (laughs) I haven't actually known anyone that's needed the assistance of Reach for a Dream.
0: Do you work there specific hours or do you work there the whole
1: time? So I'm there every day. I work in the head office and I'm there every day. And when I'm lucky enough, I go on some dreams as well.
0: So are volunteers also allowed to go on dreams?
1: Yeah, it it depends on the volunteer and what dream is happening at the time. But generally, our volunteers will either go on dreams or they can come into one of the offices and assist us in the office.
0: Do you call people like every day to donate or is it just like certain days?
1: Uh No, it's, it's dependent. So, for example, for our Slipper Day campaign, we call people daily to get involved and take part and purchase their wristbands. But on a general basis, it's either people calling us and coming to the foundation and saying they want to give back, or we have our specific donors that we contact.
0: Hmm. How many people have volunteered?
1: Gosh, that's a really tough question because I can't even give you the exact amount. But we've had hundreds of people volunteering over the years. That's
0: amazing. Like there's no words to say it because how amazing. No, it really is.
1: It's wonderful that there are people out there that are generous and willing to help and give of their time and take time out of their day to come and help us. Yeah. So after the song, I'll give you
0: some more fun facts. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Renal Silverstone and I'm 11 years old. That song was You're Welcome from Moana. What great music to carry on our day with. So, do you know anything about Moana? Well, no, I really don't. What about you, Leanne?
1: No, I don't know too much. Please tell me.
0: To be honest, I don't know myself. So, to all those people who would like to know about Moana, go online, download it, and have fun watching it, and then message us and tell us how it was. So, here are some more high kids fun facts. Snails take the longest naps. Then, no wonder they walk so slow. (laughs) They also, they can sleep for up to three hours. And kangaroos cannot walk backwards. What about hopping backwards? So the shortest war only latest 38 minutes. The brain uses 10 watts of energy to think and does not feel pain whatsoever. So now that you've known, now that you are more smart, let's take another quick song break. You're listening to Hi Kids on one oh one point nine Hi Fm. That song was Love is an Open Door from Frozen. This is Hi Kids Four Kids by Kids. My name is Ronal Silverstone and I'm eleven years old. This has been Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Ronal Silverstone and I was your host for today. Thank you so much to my guest, Leanne Lenhoff. It was so interesting learning more about Reach for a Dream and that you donate and have so many volunteers. So, people, please donate, buy wristbands. You can wear slippers on the 10th of May. Hope to see you wearing slippers. So, thank you for coming on the show, Leanne. Thank
1: you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure being on your show.
0: And also, thank you to my producers, Mandy and Craig, for pushing the big red buttons. You can join us on Monday for another Chai Kids show only on 101.9 Chai FM. This has been Chai Kids, 4Kids, by kids Goodbye and Shabbat Shalom kids.